Today, I want to teach a very simple, but I hope profound and important point for how you see public safety in America. I need you to understand one thing. The economy is all about public safety. In fact, I don't know that there is a bigger issue that impacts public safety than the economy itself. So every time we see people pouring tons of resources into policing because they want to solve issues of public safety, they should be pouring that energy and that money into the local economy. Let me unpack and explain what I mean and why the economy impacts public safety more than any other factor. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. If I had to choose just one single factor that impacts public safety in America, that impacts safety, particularly in America's cities and in black and brown communities in particular, if I had to pick one single factor, and there are, there are dozens of micro factors, but nothing, no single factor is more important than the economy. And I want to unpack and explain what I mean and talk about how inflation in particular has hit black communities very hard. I see it in my own family. I see it in my followers, my friends and their families, where income has hardly gone up at all. And in some places, it has not gone up at all. And so people have the same amount of income, but the cost of everything has gone up significantly from gas to all types of basic food products to clothes to essentials and everything in between. So what's happening to my family and yours and good people that you know is that money that used to last all the way through the month no longer makes it through the month. And that's not for a few hundred people or a few thousand people or even a few hundred thousand people. Studies show that that is for millions and millions of Americans who are working full time, are now running out of money before the month is over. And so they're now having to make hard decisions between food and rent, food and medicine, food and clothes, food and bills. I'm not even factoring in entertainment or anything else because the wages are stagnant, but the cost of everything has gone up significantly. And so if you are wealthy in America, you can kind of ride out those waves. You can ride out those those highs and lows in those bumps. But if you are earning close to the minimum wage in any state in America, which tens of millions of Americans are, you are now no longer going to have enough money to get you through the month. And nothing impacts a community 
more than people who are now thrown into a desperate situation. There was something called an expanded child tax credit that expired earlier this year. And that tax credit, which was only a couple of hundred dollars a month for America's poorest citizens, lowest income citizens, that few hundred dollars a month lifted nearly 40% of people in poverty, out of poverty. Didn't take thousands of dollars a month. It just took a few hundred dollars. Well, they allowed that to expire, and then that plunged tens of millions of parents back into poverty. And what you need to understand is that when poverty rises, despair rises. When the mix the toxic mix of poverty and despair, when those two things mix and rise together, crime always spikes. Every single time. When poverty and despair rise, crime spikes. When poverty and, and despair rise, what you see is people in communities across the country acting out to make ends meet. But when when that despair rises, you often also see a spike in people caring less about the humanity of the people around them because they're so focused on themselves and their own survival. And so in my hometown of Lexington, Murders have spiked. In many of the cities that I do great work in, crime and murder has spiked in significant ways. And you scratch the surface and you say, well, why? Because in black and brown communities where there is frequently a net savings rate of zero or less, where people have zero dollars in savings, are barely making it through the month, then prices rise and spike. All of a sudden, people are having to get a second or third job to make ends meet, which means kids and teenagers are left to raise themselves. And it is a domino effect of when the economy is struggling for America's poorest citizens. It sets off a deadly, lethal, dangerous set of dominoes that fall and then cause a chain reaction of a cycle of violence. Because, of course, when one murder starts, someone has to murder the person who murdered the person. Then you have to murder the person who murdered the person who murdered the person. And it goes on and on and on. You have to keep getting somebody back who was trying to get somebody back, who was trying to get somebody back, and the cycle continues. Anytime you go into a community, right now, today, a community in America that is secure economically, crime plummets every single time, every zip code. Crime plummets 
when economic security increases. That is, one, the stability of that person's income, the amount of that person's income, that it covers not only the whole month, but there's money left over at the end of the month, be it for entertainment, trips, travel, savings, investments. Whenever you see economic security, you see safety. And there are very few exceptions for this. And so what you're going to see in an economy that is less and less secure today than it was yesterday, less secure today than it was last month, as inflation increases, as mortgage rates increase, causing fewer people to be able to purchase their homes, as credit card rates and loan rates increase, all of a sudden people are going to be able to afford less and do less and the despair impacts so many factors. It impacts the divorce rate. It, I mean, it impacts the quality of life at home. It then impacts grades at school. If we ever really want to care about public safety, you put that focus and attention on the economy and so many metrics that help a community be safe, rise and rise and rise. Listen, just understand, I'll close with this point, that the correlation between public safety and the economy, those things are so intertwined that you can reasonably predict every time that if there is a recession, if there is inflation, crime will spike in America. It's, it's clockwork. And sadly, the only other thing that's guaranteed is that America, instead of responding with tons of attention on how do we boost the economy to substantively change issues of despair and poverty and crime, they just throw police at the problem. Except when wealthy people are having problems, they don't throw police at them. That's, that's my point. Love and appreciate all of you. Listen, if you're not yet fully subscribed, please go to the Northstar.com and subscribe today. Also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and anywhere podcasts are found. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Oh, mm-hmm.